0: Hello beautiful people out there in podcast land I hope that you are all travelling this week well I am again late with my podcast this week Um, But that's because I've been deep in the fucking trenches And I have finally turned a corner My goodness, today's a new day And it's a new dawn And it feels good I have it has been a big time this month uh, this 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 month but this year <laughs> the, this three months that has felt like three years all balled into one. A lot of people are traversing a lot of things. I've decided to call this the year of drowning and people are drowning in despair, drowning in water, drowning in emotions, drowning in grief, drowning in guilt, drowning in fear. but there's optimism, there's hope there is. Some very special configurations coming up and we are about to click into some really special, yummy, juicy magic. Okay, let me just give you the hot tip. (sighs) Exhale, exhale. And, you know, of course, as per usual, your microcosm of your own chart and how it's being activated is the collective macrocosm that you ripple out. Right. So when we understand our charts and understand what's going on, then we are collectively contributing to the collective consciousness instead of contaminating to the collective consciousness. We have this ability to understand our own, our own journey, our own path and really anchor in with the self as opposed to, you know, looking without uh going and seeking all of these things outside of ourselves and coming home to ourselves and that really you know is very much around what this new moon's about so i really want to you know take this podcast into a bit of a new moon podcast which you know i think that over the you know the time that i'm doing this um if there is a new or full moon during the week i would like to you know dedicate the podcast to the new or full moon just to get everyone in touch with that and um and yeah, if it means that the podcast is a little bit later, well, so be it. Um, but yeah, ultimately, uh, you know, this is a time of coming within. And I have actually named and coined this year the the year of sweet, subtle surrender. So if you do have my 2022 energy survival kit, you will see that um, there in the front because I do sort of channel the energy. And whilst sweet, subtle surrender sounds like, oh, this is going to be a beautiful year, it's like, No, surrendering is a truly difficult task task for a human, and I think that we're really getting a strong taste of surrender, especially here um, in Australia, when the waters just keep coming. Like I said, this is you know if you've listened to any earlier podcast, this is the year of water, the water tiger, Jupiter Neptune conjunct. Um, There is a lot of water, and Pisces season seen us you know, inundated with water. But this water is the pure reflection of our own and mirroring our own inner consciousness, our own inner deep psyche around our emotions, around our trauma, around what needs healing, around our feelings, around our sensitivities, around our intuition, around our psychic awareness. All of this water is stirring everything up and it feels like, to me, um, you know, when there's water that just sits and it gets murky and toxic, that a lot of toxic flushing out is going on. And that is within our own micro, in our own energetics, in our own physical body, as well as the collective. I mean, the earth, she will do what she needs to do. Um, and as I've been saying for years, Uranus in Taurus means the landscape of the earth is changing and we are only hitting her halfway mark um we're hitting her halfway mark with Uranus in Taurus this year, moving to um, 18 degrees of Taurus. Um, So Uranus has to get to 29 degrees before it pops over into a new sign. So we're just, we're entering this real midpoint and look at what's going on. Like it's huge stuff, right? So all of this deep water is washing away. It's healing. It's flushing out. You know, you just think about the flushing that needs to happen. And when water is just sat stagnant and say a whole, you know, like a whole river of water or waterfall comes into that stagnant water, all of that stagnant water gets stirred up and it comes to the surface and it's murky and it's difficult and it's hard and it's ugly. It's fucking brutal. And since this, the South Node has moved into uh, Death Walker Scorpio, We are having this, we are traversing the underworld. We are traversing uh, death, rebirth, transformation, transmutation. And considering our bodies are full of water, I mean, look at what's coming up for us all individually. There is pretty much not one person I know that hasn't gone through, you know, huge initiations. Yes, there are some people I know that are like, yeah, life is fine. But they're people that are unconscious, which is completely cool. Like, I'm not saying that you're better or worse, but they're people who just... Uh, you know, just don't sort of connect in with the energies, they don't work with the energies. And again, it's not a better or worse thing. It's not a, you're a woke person or you're not a woke person. I'm not into all that wanky bullshit, but I am into, some people live with conscious awareness and many people don't. I mean, I obviously see clients and things like that. So, I mean, I, I see a lot of people going through huge initiations It's like we're walking through the fire with a heart full of water. It's like we're walking through the fire, but we're a waterfall. Like it is just the analogy. And I mean, it's so fitting with, you know, everything I'm going to talk about today as well with this uh, fiery Aries new moon coming up. uh, First new moon of the astrological year, plus this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction building, which is, you know, all the water and and that's the thing, you know, some people are just, you know, they're unconscious, so they're still creating whatever patterns, they're skimming over things, rose-coloured glasses, I mean, that's going to happen, that's going to happen in life anyway, because people like to push things under the rugs, and I see it, and that's cool, because that's their journey, and that's where, you know, we have to honour our own journey, and I read something the other day, and... I don't know. I don't know if, you know, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. It's sort of something like um, we're not all here to heal or we're not all here to do something sort of, I don't know, maybe it was some sort of spiritual thing from Jeff Foster. I don't know. But it was an interesting, you know, thing that tweaked me. And and, and this is sort of what I've been, you know, diving into for the past 20 plus years and is that we are all not here to do certain things, (laughs) you know, and as much as, you know, certain spiritual teachers or people in the spiritual entertainment industry want you to unlock your fucking abundance codes and all this other rubbish that they bang on about. That's not actually for everyone. And so you hear all of these things. And and the thing is, is that if really all of these people were unlocking their abundance codes, why aren't, you know, why isn't everyone millionaires? Why doesn't everyone have the body that they want? Because they're dieting, because they're exercising, because they're, you know, they're saying affirmations. I mean, all these amazing tools can anchor us in, but realistically, we still have our own blueprint. We still have our own journey. And that's why that sort of really circles back to what I just said right at the beginning, less out there, more in here, less going and seeking these weird codes that are supposed to give you some magical fucking superpower. I mean, it is a dangling carrot. And I can tell you right now, I'm in the middle of writing a huge, possibly controversial um, um, post not that I mean I'm saying that I wrote a whole book called Everyday Enlightenment Magic in the Mundane which is the same thing it's a whole book in calling out all of this stuff but some other stuff downloaded for me and I just started writing this sort of this you know big post article whatever the hell you want to call it and so it's in my notes at the moment it's been there for a, a you know a good month or so and I'm sort of just sitting with it and I'm seeing a lot of other stuff come out in the interim so I think I'll be ready to to um, actually get that out but But it's the thing, we can't, we can't navigate someone else's journey. You know, that's not like, so we see these people, I went to a retreat, it changed my life, did it? Because three weeks later, you know, you're probably doing the same thing or four weeks later, you're still back in the same patterns two weeks later, because true integration doesn't take a one-day seminar. True integration doesn't just say, I say an affirmation to myself three times a day. Like that's not integration. So when I hear or see people like, oh, you know, just, just envision that you are the millionaire already and you will get all of the millions of dollars. I mean, can I spew please? Because I'm really ready to spew. Give me a bucket. I'm so overhearing this shit. The spiritual industry has turned into this toxic money-making wheel of destruction And, you know, even by me saying this, this is this whole toxic water that is being brought to the surface. So it feels like it's even more prevalent at the moment. I don't know if you're saying it, but I fucking certainly am. I'm having to unfollow people because I just can't deal with it anymore. Um, You know, I've been awake for three years and now I'm going to tell you that um, to be a millionaire, you just have to visualize yourself being a millionaire and I can give you codes and I earned fucking $100,000 this month. Who cares? Like, actually, who cares? Like, I really just don't care. Like, that is so boring. I don't want to go onto your yacht, wear white and talk about money. Like, that's not what I want to do. I want to have deep, raw, fucking brutal, in the ditch conversations about reality. Like, what the fuck are you really, really doing in your life? Like, what is, what are you yearning for right now? Where is your soul fucking aching? Where, let me be in the trenches with you. Let me be in the trenches with you. Um, You know, I'm really channeling this very, you know, this is very psychopomp energy and and this is how I work with psychopomp because Mercury, who is the psychopomp, is the messenger. He is the messenger from the underworld um, and he can go down there, which is to that scorpionic plutonian field, bring up the messages to the living world. And he dances in between both of them. And that's, you know, that's, that's my chart. I've got Mercury and Gemini in the eighth house. So I am like a psychopomp on being able to dive deep into those trenches, deliver the message. And then as a Gemini, Mercury would do just flop back out and go, okay, then I delivered that. Let's move on. Um, It's certainly not out of irreverence. It's just that um, when you work so deeply with uh, the underworld and shadow and you shadow walk, Um, And you've rebirthed and walked through the fire, it just becomes, you know, it becomes normal and it doesn't have to be hard or processy. But, you know, I want to be so fucking transparent that these last three months have been really fucking huge. And that's why I'm even late doing this because I turned a corner last night and things just opened up. You know that moment? You know the moment, right? That things have been a little bit heavy or a little bit clunky or a little bit out of alignment. And all of a sudden, you know, you've turned. And there's the sun beaming on you going, hello, hello, welcome, welcome home, welcome home to yourself. You're renewed. You've, you know, you've gone and polished some some facets of your diamond down in the underworld. You've learnt some things about yourself and now you feel new and now you're renewed. So yeah. So hello, I'm just going on a lot of different tangents here. Obviously you can tell that I've been, you know, journeying a lot in the, in the frequency of all the things, but yes, anyway, my post will come out about that uh, soon. Um, You know, if you, I write lots of that sort of stuff in my book, everyday enlightenment, which you can go and find on Amazon. Um, but let's dive into this Aries new moon which is super fucking exciting i'm calling it a fiery rebirth and oh my god i'm feeling it um it's emotional alchemy yeah emotional alchemy is what this is this fiery rebirth is all we've been are uh, like all we've been calling in let's be honest for me it feels like my new year has started darling and and as I've been sharing with you all, being in this moon dark time of that last uh, full moon of the astrological year through to the first new moon of the um, astrological year, you know, that is a very deep purging, uh, tumultuous time. We've just been in the in the sort of the death portal of Pisces season where a lot was ending. A lot was being washed away, uh, definitely, uh, literally, uh, with the floods here in Australia. Um, and of course, you know, there's always, uh, you know, lots of things going on all over the world. Um, um and to be honest too, you know, I just want to I just want to sort of detour just slightly, which I will probably talk maybe a little bit more about this next week, but I really feel like it's very present now, so I'm just going to deliver this little message, this little Venusian message from your Venusian host, Tiane. Um, you know that I am all Venus, darlings. You know that I have four planets in Taurus, three planets in my ascendant in Libra, which means that Venus rules my chart, Venus is in Taurus, and all the things. So Venus has been pretty motherfucking unhappy, okay? She has not been happy since November. So let's look at that. November, December, January, February, March, five months. Five months of an inner planet and the planet of love, the planet of relationships, the planet of balance, alignment, harmony, feeling good. Yeah, she hasn't been at her optimal. She hasn't been at her happiest. That is a long time. And of course, this was because of her retrograde, which was, you know, like purely, potently Plutonian. You know, it was the the retrograde from hell. Literally, you've got to go and dance with the devil with Pluto and and um, and Venus together in retrograde. Um, with Venus retrograde and Pluto dancing with her. So, I mean, you know, we literally were taken to hell and back. And the thing is, is then she finally moved out of Capricorn, which sort of felt good, but then she moved into icy cold detached Aquarius. And if you've got a Taurus stellium like me, that ain't a good time because we've got Saturn in Aquarius, Mars in Aquarius, and Venus in Aquarius. And I did do um, a podcast a couple of weeks ago around the besie- the, the uh, Venus being besieged, right, because she was in between the two malefics, Mars and Saturn, who are both malefics. So she was sieged in between them, which then kept her own frequency stuck. Yeah. So she's finally past this, you know. And Venus, while she's not in, you know, uh, you know, she's not traditionally in detriment or fall in Capricorn or Aquarius I feel the planets I work with them as an embodied practice and you know me and Venus are you know very close considering um my chart and how I've um incarnated as you know Aphrodite oh you know I I was totally channeling Cleopatra at the gym this morning my um My trainer was following me around. I I go to the gym at F45 and she was following me around making sure the fan was constantly on me, darling. I was like, fuck yes, I am so, you know, yes, yes, all the Cleopatra. Anyway, so so Venus is just, you know, she, she like I said, although she's not traditionally um, in detriment or fall in Capricorn or Aquarius, I would still say that they're two of the signs she doesn't like to be in. You know, so Venus As we'll just, you know, quickly recap, Venus is at home in her dignity, at her happiest, in Taurus, in Libra, and then exalted in Pisces. And guess what, darling? She moves into Pisces next week. So she moves into Pisces on the 6th of April. So this is exciting. This means that all of that tense hardship of her not being happy, we're going to start to move into these beautiful, watery, unconditional fucking oceans of bliss, let's be honest. Um, So yes, so so she's exalted in the sign of Pisces. So then the three signs that mean that she is in detriment or fall are Scorpio, Aries and um, Virgo. So they're the three that she's not as comfortable in. And remember, when you work with astrology, it's not good or bad. Nothing's better or worse. Um, We're we're talking about archetypes and their comfortability, right? Um, But I would always say that the, the two next signs that I would add on would be Venus and Aquarius and Venus and Capricorn. Um, and then I would pop on to Venus in Gemini. <laughs> so that would be the six. So there we go. We've got half of the signs. They're the six that I would say are her least favourite to be in, um, you know, nearly in that order, I suppose. Um, maybe Venus in Gemini before Venus in Capricorn. Who knows? Anyway, Venus in Gemini is fun. Um yeah you know, Venus in all signs has its has its beauty Venus in every single sign has its beauty, but she she because she wants to fully express love harmony abundance you know we've got more uh you know, especially if you have these natally, if you're a native with Venus, say in Scorpio or Venus in Aries or whatever, you've got to make these adjustments. So it's not poor me, oh my Venus isn't happy. It's like, no, the this is what you've you've called in this lifetime. You know, we chose our charts, darlings. We chose the time we were born. So nothing is ever happening to us, and no planet in a sign is a bad thing. It's just you know, some things need adjusting, some things need different lessons, some things are very karmic, yeah. And that's why knowing that you're chart and understanding that really, really helps. Um, so Venus finally moves into her next week. <laughs> oh my God, that's going to be delicious. Um, so I just wanted to sort of, yeah, just cap with that because that's actually a nice little thing that's happened. Venus is finally out of her siege mentality of being held prisoner and captive by Mr. Mars and, and, and Saturn daddy, big Saturn daddy. Um, you know, both of them in Aquarius and both sort of holding her. And while she was in Aquarius, obviously, she's feeling detached, cold. And if you are heavy fixed, um, you know, you're getting those squares or oppositions or conjunctions. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's you know, not a good time, let's be honest, uh, considering she hasn't been happy since November and considering it's been a fucking wild year okay, let me get to the new moon. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. You know, it's just taken me a little bit of time. I've got my zhuzh back, darlings. My fire is happening. I'm happy to be back. And, you know, when you come out of the trenches, you know, there's something that's different and, and, you know, you've been through the grit, right? So I'm very happy to be here. So anyway, let's talk about this, this, uh, New moon. So first new moon of the astrological year. Very, very potent seed planting time for the next 12-month cycle. Okay. So this new moon is happening in Brisbane. So I'm doing Brisbane time. So you'll have to find your time, darlings. Um at 423 p.m. Friday, the first of April. And no, it's not an April fool joke. It's motherfucking happening. Okay. We are getting a brand new new moon in Aries to kick off our astrological year and to really kick start our souls. But as I have already said, this Aries season ate a normal Aries season. I'm sorry if you're waiting for the fire, it is going to be drowned out by all of the water darlings. Because in April, uh Venus moves into Pisces, Mars moves into Pisces. So we've got four planets in Pisces. Um Uh, and with Jupiter and Neptune, both in Pisces. I mean, these two are big guns. There's a lot of expansion going on. We're literally in the ocean with maybe like a candle. Like, so I'm sorry for all you Aries out there. You know, this is like the candle in the ocean sort of Aries season this year. But, you know, I think that there's something really delicious and juicy about that too. So... Aries, new moon, it's a time to set up your new year um, and to set set a new cycle for yourself. And because Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac, it is all about the self. You know, um, like I said, this is the fiery rebirth. This is um, the emotional alchemy. And what's happening here is the sun and the moon are both at 11 degrees of Aries. Uh, Mercury is also at 9 degrees of Aries and then Chiron is at 12 degrees of Aries. So we've got this little stellium of self going on, okay? Like this is a little stellium of self, darlings. You know, Aries is the me, you know, the me, 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 right? Um, and this new moon is about you. <laughs> it is about you. And because Mercury's involved, this has a lot to do with, you know, who do you think you are? Like Really? Yeah. Who do you think you are? You know, what are you speaking into creation? You know, what is like this is this is around aligning the mind, the heart, the spirit and aligning all of these into this very alchemical um, cocktail. Okay, this is a very alchemical cocktail. And that is because Chiron, the wounded healer or the maverick or the alchemist, the shaman okay I I have some conjunct Chiron exactly in my chart so I again I I have some strong archetypes going on in my chart I feel very Chironic Chiron um, was the great healer of all the gods uh, children and he was given up Uh, his parents gave him up because he was a centaur so they thought he was hideous and ugly and if you have a strong Chiron story this this I mean when I first read this I cried um, because it, it's exactly pretty much what happened to me in my, in my life. You know, my mother gave me up and, yeah, it, it, you know, coming in with such a strong, especially if you've got an exact conjunction uh, like I do, um, it's a very big story. But Chironic people are their own healers and they are their own medicine. So, you know, they look to themselves before they go outside and seek other people. That is what you will find in a very Chironic person Um, that archetype and that's what this is being infused with is that you are your own medicine like take your own medicine we hear people going oh you should do this and you should do that and it's often coming from the mouths of them needing to take it you know which seems pretty prevalent usually you know when people like oh I gave out advice and it's the advice I need absolutely but in this time um, you know this is about owning who you are because Aries is the you Aries is the me okay and that archetype is strong because we're human our own you know our own sense of uh, our own sense of unconscious our unconscious psyche and sort of the stories that it wants to sort of play out in our lives Chiron is shaped like a key because he is the literal key to unlock our charts so To have the sun and the moon, this first lunation, really setting this tone of not just the month of April, but the whole year, there's something deeply healing. And just really quickly, I just remembered as I was saying that, that, you know, I shared that we are in this personal, uh, I mean, this collective six year, 2022 is a six year, which is all Venusian, right? Like I've shared a lot about this everywhere. Um... And is also the lover's card in the tarot. And now with Venus moving into Pisces, guess what? Lovers, you're coming home. You know, we're really going to start to feel that. Yes, we're still in, you know, there's still lots of stuff to be traversed, which is life now. <laughs> you know, this is just normal. But I don't know if you can feel it, but I can certainly feel the shift already. And I think that the new moon, you know, it feels it feels ripe and rich to me. And often in a dark moon time, you know, I'm just about to bleed. I bleed on the dark moon in the dark. And often I'm feeling like really low or really like yin, and but but I'm not. I'm feeling as, as watery as this Aries season is, I'm feeling the fire, but it's my inner fire. I'm tending to my inner fire, and that's because I have turned a corner. But the thing with this Aries new moon is is that we're planting seeds around our soul, around our self, around our soul self, our song line, what we are moving forward to become and we have to be honest about who we really are and who we think we are because who we think we are and who we really are might be two very different things. And self-awareness is, you know, it's a bit of a tricky tool of the trade to be honest. It's not something that a lot of people have. I know a lot of people and I think I could comfortably say most of them aren't self-aware, you know, and and, I'm, and again like that's just that's just a lot of people. Self-awareness takes a level of self-responsibility And knowing every nook and cranny of yourself and the nuances of the way that you show up and what you're doing and being able to call yourself out on your shit, it takes a level of self-responsibility that is like, oh, next level stuff. And this again, very chironic. This is a very chironic thing. So if you're feeling like you want to invite more of these, you know, particular practices in like, yes, I want to be more self-aware. Like this is a great time. Like this is a time to say, okay, universe, show me, show me show me who I am. And you will see that by your interactions. You will see that by the mirror of life that you are in. Yeah. um, As Wayne Dyer says, you don't get what you want, you get what you are. And that's not just like, oh, the law of manifestation, blah, blah, blah. No, that's so much deeper than that. You are a vibrating vessel made up of the galaxy, darlings. Okay. We are literally the universe in motion and these planets in motion. We are dirt Stardust. We are the earth. Our bodies are the earth. Okay. We carry song lines from the galaxies from like fucking eons and eons and eons. Like I heard that they've just discovered a star that was what was like 500 billion years ago or something. Like that's when it first was formed. Like mind blowing stuff. It's so cool. So the thing is, is that this invitation is do you want to know who you are? Like, do you want to unlock your own sacred codes? Can you be your own medicine? Can you concoct an elixir and drink it as your own because it is you? Or are you still seeking? Are you still going outside of yourself? Now, this new moon in in, in Aries is really asking you to this is about you. This is about alignment this is about thinking for yourself this is about being for yourself so often people think oh you know it's selfish blah 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 blah. it's not about being selfish you know um there's something deeper when we can fill up when we can know ourselves when we can honor ourselves when we can heal ourselves when we can be aware like there's something deeper that goes on here So this new moon is really offering that up to you, the invitation. And of course, this new moon, you know, dark moon, it's in the dark, you know. So what are you seeding that's in the dark that you don't need to talk about, that you don't need to announce to all of the world, that you don't need to sing across the, you know, socials, but that you can actually sing across the universe. That is so much deeper than sending it. 5G. <laughs> you know, let's send it like, uh, you know, like y- y- I want to say UD because UD just sounds like I'm rhyming and like I'm really cool and I made something up really cool, but I didn't like universe, universe, like universe directive or something. Right. So you want to send your codes. You want to send your seeds of self, of self exploration, of self healing, because that's what this is. Do you know yourself? Really, though? <laughs> really? I hear you. But really, when you call yourself out, when you own your behaviour, yeah? Because something that's come up recently even in my Instagram is real funny about like triggers and I say this in my Everyday Enlightenment book. I'm like it doesn't trigger if it isn't true. Like it's really simple. When I watch people being triggered, you know, often for some reason I do have Pluto in my first house so I trigger people apparently but it's, it's, it's not me. It's, it's because something, there's something there. There's something deeper for them, you know, because I, you know, hands down, yeah, it's very, very rare that I get triggered. Someone could sit there in front of me, honestly, and just say, oh, I don't believe in astrology. It's bullshit. And it's all a lie. I'd go, okay, like that, I don't mind. I don't mind what you believe because I know me. I know myself so well that your opinion of me uh, doesn't, you know, it doesn't budge me like your opinion of maybe my beliefs or things like that and that is a different level of knowing yourself because people are so offended by everything these days or they're so triggered by everything these days but it's because they don't know who they are so it's like oh someone disagreed with me I'm triggered by that it's like well if you really believed it you wouldn't be triggered (laughs) you know you just trust me you wouldn't be because I believe in who I am and I believe in the universe so when people go oh that I'm like oh okay that's cool like I don't I would never even try to convince them. I'm not here to convince you that astrology is real or that the universe works like this or that you're fucking a magical human being. I'm not here to convince you of that. I'm just here to share um, because I've got Mercury and Gemini and that's what I'm here to do. Um, share all the things. And if it lands, fuck yeah, man. Like, that's awesome. And if it doesn't, fuck yeah, man. That's awesome. Like, that's completely fine. It doesn't have to land because I would prefer something to not land and you to trust yourself than to bang on some other bandwagon that someone said something. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'll go with that. Like, you know, we you know if we don't stand for something, we stand for nothing. And I, I don't know, I think that's some quote. Please don't tell me it's pink. Um, look, no offence, pink, but your music, no thank you. But the thing is, is that... Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm being cheeky here. I'm being cheeky. You know, I'm not a pop music girl. Um, and she is a lovely person, but I think it is her quote. I do have a very good memory for quotes. Um, but even in the, if you don't stand for something, you stand for nothing. I don't think that you need to stand for something as in I'm going to fight, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to anarchy, yada, yada. I'm rebelling against the government, blah, blah, blah. Like I don't stand for that stuff, but I stand for who I am and what I believe. And that's why, someone's opinion would never offend me someone's opinion of what I do or practice or even in just my general life like it wouldn't offend me and often if someone's not in the ring like Brene Brown says if you're not in the ring you know I'm not listening to you and that is so true if you're not in the ring and ultimately if I would never want to live your life probably not affected by your opinions one bit so I have a lot of people like oh they give you all this stuff and I'm like oh okay then I would never listen to you because I don't ever want your life. So, um, so that's not going to touch me. And I think that the, I'm being very Aries now. You can see, Can you feel this? Can you feel me? This is what happens when I start talking about a planet or or a sign, right? I start, to, and this is it. And there is that energy of Aries. Like Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It's the baby. It's the it's the it's the toddler starting to walk. And they're like, don't tell me. Don't tell me that I can't run. I'm going to run. I'm going to climb. I'm going to do all of this stuff. And it's so true in in just even the way that I've just, you know, even, you know, this whole podcast so far, I've really journeyed into deep stuff. You know, again, like I don't have notes. I'm just, it's all unpredictable right now. I'm just jumping on and sharing my heart as I do. Um, And, you know, I do actually want to say that when I don't come and do a podcast, I do get a lot of people messaging me um, waiting for my podcast. Thank you. I really appreciate your support and I really appreciate that you're loving my podcast and that they're helping you. That really means the world to me. Um, so, yes, yeah, so, you, you know, the, 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 the Tiani train, you know, I, uh, it's, a, it's a passion tangents. But, um, but, yeah, you know, I am really channeling Aries here. It's just like, hey, you know, I know who I am. And again, I have Chiron conjunct my son. So, you know, that has been my whole journey. That's why I don't see psychics and don't go to readers and all those sorts of things. I don't need to because I am all of that. I don't need, I would never go to someone to talk to my dad over the other side because I can do it just like you can. And once you start to believe that you are the magic, you stop seeking sources outside of yourself. Let me say that again. Once you believe that you are the magic, you will stop seeking sources outside of your And, you know, realistically, there's like 2% of actual mediums that are like legit anyway. Um, That's, you know, it's a very small percentage that that's their gift. It's not every second person, like every second person's light language codes. I mean, come on, give me a break. It's not every second person. That's the thing. It's a very small percentage of people. Okay, okay. So the thing is, is that when you know yourself, you know, I think that it's um, another beautiful qu- quote. It's just like, when you can trust yourself, you will know how to live. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes. And it's by that poet G-O-E-T-H-E. I'm not even going to try and say that word, but you know who I'm talking about. G-O-E-T-H-E. Um, when you know yourself, uh, when you trust yourself, you know yourself. Uh, something like that. And yes, that is um, a banging quote. And that is really summing up this chironic new moon that we're having. I can see the time. I've just looked at the time. I'm like, wow, I've been talking for 34 minutes and 34 seconds. Um, So I won't keep you much longer. Um, I'll just wrap this up in a a neat, big, fiery bow, will I? So Aries new moon, 11 degrees, conjunct Chiron, conjunct Mercury, pretty much the only aspects that she's making, of course, conjunct the sun because that's what makes it a new moon. Um, So we've got this little stellium of self happening all in Aries, all about the I am, all about who are you, you know, all about who do you think you are, all about healing. Okay, remember Chiron is the healer. He healed all of, and yeah, I was talking about that before I started ranting on. Um, Chiron's story was, is that his parents gave him up. Sorry, yes, that's where I was, wasn't I? Um, (laughs) Chiron's parents uh, gave him up because he was a centaur. And Apollo took him on and taught him medicine, taught him shamanism, taught him, you know, you know, skills, alchemy. And then he was the healer of all of the gods' children. And then he had a poisonous arrow, accidentally shot into his um, shot into his leg. He couldn't heal from that. So then he was like made a constellation so that he wasn't in pain anymore. So he's called the wounded healer because he can heal, but he was also wounded himself. Hello, pretty much sums up like our lives, right? Like we are—we all have wounds, we all have trauma, right? So we can use this new moon as well to heal, okay? Maybe that's just healing from this year. And, you know, that's what I'm feeling. Like I'm not feeling that I'm digging deep into like, oh, my past, my past. I'm like, no, I'm healing this year. I am healing the trenches and the depths and the darkness and the tears and everything that I have gone through with bruises on my skin metaphorically I'm talking here but this is how I feel like I feel like I've got dirt on my face and bruises on my skin I've got a weary soul and I've turned a corner as the Aries new moon peaks you know there's there's and and we've got some other magic in the sky as well you know like there is there is this beautiful new ray of sunshine there's this beautiful rainbow and you know Chiron is unlocking and He's giving us this sense of you can heal, you know, you do have to choose that healing, but you can heal so and have the willingness, you know, the willingness to participate in your own healing is paramount. So, the thing is, is that maybe, maybe over the next couple of days, you might feeling a little extra sensitive. That's okay, you know, if you're feeling a little bit extra sensitive, feel that, go into that. Don't numb that. Don't be so busy. You know, these busy, busy, busy people, they're just busy because they're distracting themselves from themselves. Okay. And, and you see this everywhere. Like busy is just your choice. If you choose to be busy, you know, I wrote a post about this God years and years ago about busy is like, that's, that's what you choose to do. If you choose to be busy, it's not just, uh, oh yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's become this badge. Right. So the thing is, is that the busy hustle is often the distraction. And so I invite you in this dark moon of Aries to sit with your uncomfortability, to sit with your pain, to sit with your sorrow, your grief, your sadness, darlings. If it's there, I encourage you to sit with it because you will find something that's alchemical from that. We turn our wounds into wisdom and that is Chiron. We turn our wounds into wisdom. We become our own medicine. Okay, so these wounds and these traumas may get triggered for you um, with this Aries new moon. You may be feeling a little bit extra sensitive or, you know, if you want to use the the hype word of trigger, which I don't use because I think that it's a cop out. Um, But, you know, if you're feeling sensitive, sit with that. Why? What's underneath of that? You know, I was talking to my psychologist yesterday, which was another, you know, part of my turning point is having a big, long session with her. But, you know, and she asked me, like, what's underneath these things, you know, and I just sat, I just sat in that question for like five minutes, not even talking because we just had a phone session. I just sat there. I was like, ah, here it is. And I I named it. I was able to name it and feel it and and speak it and say it and cry it and and observe it. And it was really healing and it was really interesting. So the thing is, is that I encourage and invite you to sit with anything that needs to be sat with over these next few days. Um, The Aries new moon, like I said, peaks at 4.23 PM. Um, Australian Eastern Standard, which is Brisbane time, Queensland. Um, But will remain in in areas for another day or so as well. So, um, you know, actually on the second, Mercury, um, the sun and Chiron are all uh, 12 degrees exactly. So, again, there can be healing conversations. Just think about Mercury, you know, saying healing words to others. Maybe it's healing music that you want to listen to. Chiron, as the alchemist, also reveals to you your gifts, okay, your hidden gifts, your hidden wisdoms, and in the dark of the dark moon as you sit there and maybe plant some seeds for your next cycle or plant what you really want, either healed or revealed or, you know, maybe you're needing some more self-awareness and how can that be shown to you, Um Maybe you're wanting to understand yourself on a deeper level, where can, you know, what tools would be good for you, you know, really just asking for those things to be revealed. And as you sit there over those couple of days, you know, Chiron is unlocking something. Chiron is, you know, he he is, he's unlocking Pandora's box. So really really delicious to be honest so you know this is a beautiful alignment this is a beautiful beautiful new moon to really kick us off and for me like i said it really feels like the beginning of 2022 you know which is so you know astrology as well once that astrological new year hits in and then this aries new moon it really kicks kicks everything up a notch so yes while it's not going to be the fireiest of fire aries seasons we might not be like yeah yeah we just did 8 million things You know, I'm encouraging people to, uh, you know, receive wisdoms, not try and push or force things to happen, which Aries can sometimes do, you know, because it's just bullet a gate. You know, it's funny that it's not a Taurus. You know, they say Taurus is a bullet a gate. But, you know, I think that, you know, a bull in a china shop if they're just standing there is very different to a ram an Aries and Aries in a China shop because an Aries in a China shop you know is running around like a like a crazy person so very very different um, energies the Aries and the Taurus the the ram and the bull in the China shop right um, so so this Aries season is inundated with water as Venus moves into Pisces and then later on in the month Mars. But I do just want to quickly say uh, before I wrap this up that I have an incredible Jupiter-Neptune masterclass. If you want to come and learn off me and find out where this beautiful Jupiter and Neptune conjunction is happening. So it's actually happening from the 8th until the 13th at 23 degrees, but then all the way up till the 17th at 24 degrees. So it's actually like quite a nice sort of 10-day event Where Jupiter and Neptune are conjunct in both of their home signs modern Neptune, traditional. Jupiter, they both rule Pisces. We will never, ever see this again in our lives. (laughs) So it's a pretty amazing little portal that I'm holding. I'm holding a masterclass on um, April the 4th, Monday. The moon's going to be in Taurus right next to the North Node. So there's something really destined and fated about the container that I'm going to hold. It's going to be a little bit sacred and magical too, because, you know, we're into Pisces. This is about divinity and love and sacred ceremonies. I'm going to, you know, encourage you to bring some sage and to set the scene and to really sit with this. But we're going to do a little bit of a masterclass on, um, you know, these two planets, them being in Pisces, and really have a look at where they are in your chart. Um, it's really important to know where they are in your chart. Um, if you've got water signs around the 23, 24 degrees, you know, this is an incredible, um, or 25 or 26, you know, it, it just those last um, last degrees from 23 sort of through uh, you know, 22 through to 20, you know, 7, 28, 29 degrees of water signs. I mean, this this conjunction is making a glorious trine to that. Uh, if it's in any other mutable signs, it's an opposition or square, so there's going to be actually a different sort of tension there um, right now as I'm speaking and as this new moon happens. Uh, the Jupiter Neptune are also making a beautiful trine sextile to the nodes as well. Um, But in amongst that is the Saturn making his square to the node. So we really are at a crossroads, at a turning point of are we moving forward in our future or are we, you know, moving back? It's sort of like, are you taking the bad X back sort of stuff, right? Because that's what the south node is. It's like you're you're taking it back. You're just like, yep, I'm just going to stay here right I'm not going to move forward so I think that there's that element of what are you letting go of to move forward into your new future like are you growing into your future and what you do now is setting that sense but it is a crossroad like don't get me wrong like that's not going to be an easy decision for everyone Saturn is karma daddy so he is going to be you know it, it's 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 very karmic decisions going on at the moment as well with the nodes being really activated right now and try and sextiles um and squares as well so it's big stuff, but that Jupiter Neptune class um, happening Monday the 4th, um, you can just, I don't know, contact me. I don't even know where this, this podcast goes. It goes to many different platforms. So you can just visit my website, I suppose, tiani.com.au and shoot me through an email um, or contact me on Instagram, Tiani Talks, DM me or Facebook, Tiani, you know, either way. But if you want to join, it's only $25 um, and you get to come in and find out where this very powerful, potent Uh, very dreamy gorgeous activation is happening in your own charts darlings so if that sings to you and you would like to you know be in be in space with me come and join me and I've got it I've got like 30 or 40 people in the group so far so yeah it's going to be magical okay darlings happy happy new moon for tomorrow the Friday the 1st of April I'm sending you so much love thank you for everything